0: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Tuesday, the 3rd of May. All eyes will be on the Reserve Bank today when it meets ahead of an expected increase in the cash rate. It's currently at a record low of 0.1% and economists are predicting it will jump to 0.4%. But financial experts are warning thousands of Australians could soon be facing a debt bomb if today is just the start of a number of interest rate increases this year. New data shows 42% of mortgage households in Australia are already in financial stress, and that's with record low rates. Here's financial expert Scott Phillips.
1: If you're going to be in some sort of financial stress, there's things you can do with your lifestyle choices, of course. Subscriptions, bills, go and get a better rate from the bank, all those things. If that's not enough, then it's time to go to the bank manager and ask for some help, because if you're going to have a problem, the earlier you go to the bank with that problem, the better the chance they can help you through it.
0: The move in interest rates will be front and center on the election campaign trail today, but the government argues the cash rate is out of its control. Here's Liberal Senator Jane Hume on Channel 10. We know the RBA makes its decisions independently of government, always has, always should, always will, and it does that on the basis of the circumstances at the time, things like inflation rates, wage growth, and also whether some of the wage the uh, cost pressures that we're seeing from overseas, things like fuel prices are permanent Labor's Tanya Plebisek disagrees, saying it's typical
2: of the coalition. What you see from Scott Morrison once again is he's very happy to take credit if there's a good number in the economy, but he runs a mile from responsibility uh, if there's a bad number.
0: Meantime, the details of the third debate between the Prime Minister and Opposition Leader have been revealed. It's scheduled for the 11th of May, just 10 days before we head to the polls and it's set to be broadcast on Channel 7. The second debate will be this Sunday on Channel 9. In other news this morning, some of Australia's top medical experts are warning we are facing a double threat this winter with COVID and a dangerous flu season expected. Now, more than ever, we're being urged to be up to date with our COVID vaccinations and also have our flu jab. Here's Dr Chris Moy from the
2: AMA. There is still significant concern that we're going to be hit by a double barrel of COVID plus flu and it's going to mean our hospitals are going to get overrun again and that's going to mean that people are at risk because they can't get care in an emergency.
0: Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to Victoria and the state government will hand down its budget today. Victoria's bank balance has been smashed by COVID with the financial pain set to continue for years to come. The state's treasurer says the government will have to keep spending money until at least 2025 when it hopes to get the budget back to surplus. James Lake in Melbourne says the biggest concern though is the debt position. And that's the figure, Tash. Our government is keeping most guarded. The prediction we have is for debt to climb beyond $162 billion by the time the government manages to balance the budget in another three years. Instead, today, we can expect the Treasurer to focus on some positives, like the state's record low unemployment rate of 4%, and jobs growth is predicted every year. The Victorian economy is also tipped to be 8.7% bigger at the end of this financial year compared to
1: 2019.
0: To WA now, and a local community is in mourning after a young boy was tragically killed in a bike accident. Our reporter, Talisa Bazaz, has more. Good morning, Tash. Well, it's a heartbreaking situation. The nine-year-old was riding his bike with his mum in Collie in the state's southwest on Sunday afternoon when he hit a curb and fell. Police say the boy was wearing a helmet but suffered critical injuries and sadly couldn't be saved. Collies Deputy Shire President Ian Miffling has told Nine the entire community is mourning the loss.
2: Any little girl, any little boy is precious in our community. And if we lose one of them, it's just tragic for the whole community, let alone how the family are feeling. I mean, it's tragic for the family.
0: Specialist police from Perth have spent time at the scene and police are now calling for any witnesses to come forward the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, editor at Larger at Canstar. Effie, good morning. As we reported earlier, all eyes will certainly be on the Reserve Bank and its decision this afternoon with an expected increase in interest rates, but it seems the very hot housing market around the country has already started to move.
2: Yeah, it sure is, Tasha. And a lot of people are looking at that thinking if rates go up, what impact is this going to have on the property market? And only just yesterday, CoreLogic came out with their latest data. But I went back to them just to say, well, what does this mean in dollar terms? What does it mean? How much has property fallen? And what it's shown is that over the past three months, house prices in Sydney have gone down by $10,000. Units have seen a drop of a little over 4000 And in Melbourne, houses have fallen by just over $4,600 in the last quarter and units almost 3900 So the steam is definitely coming out of these two major markets. On the flip side though, Tash, we've seen an extraordinary run and houses in Sydney have had a massive 320,000 increase since the onset of COVID. That was since March 2020. In Melbourne, houses jumped up a healthy $175,000 over that same period. Looking at the smaller capitals, the property market's still tuning very nicely there. It was led by Adelaide, then Brisbane, Canberra and Perth, while Darwin rose by just about 0.9%. Nationally, value's lifted by about 0.6%. is widely expected, of course, that the RBA is going to increase the cash rate today. By how much? Well, it depends on how hard or fast you think they're going to go. So A&P Capital is saying about, they reckon Um, and if that's the case and you've got a $500,000 mortgage, you can expect your repayments to go up by $109 per month from today but of course you will get some notice. Depending on your lender, it will be 20 to up to 37 days of notice to change and of course this will only happen if you're making minimum repayments and you've got no buffer. If you've got a buffer, then you may find yourself you've got a bit more time until these rates move.
0: It's interesting, though, what's happening with the economy at the moment, Effie, because there's the speculation about rising inflation, high interest rates, but now there's a war for talent and the ANZ Jobs ad highlights that big war with the quit rate expected to hit 10% this year.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean, some economists are actually saying, hey, we need to wait to see these wage growth. And that's what they think the RBA is thinking as well. Those numbers don't come out until the 18th of this month. And um, look, I would say that if we've got the cash rate at 0.1%, Gosh, and we've got this inflationary pressure at 5.1, and that's We're not going to see that move quickly just because rates are going up. I mean, a lot of that's got to do with supply chain pressure and also the cost of labour, which this data um, shows. ANZ's uh, job number data that came out um, is good, even though it fell down 0.5 month on month. It's still 57.3% above the pandemic level. And what uh, a management consultancy is saying, ASPL Group, is that they're saying, we haven't seen like the the great resignation, but they're expecting turnover to climb towards 10% this year because the skill shortage is worsening and and employees who aren't happy will move. And and let's face it, you're going to probably get a pay rise by moving. I mean, I tell you, they're seeing wages by 20 to 50%.
0: And Effie, key message, let's go both join IT. Thanks so much.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Todd.
0: Time for sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett the Tassie Jack Jumpers have continued their fairy tale run in the NBL making it all the way to the final dance.
1: Yeah, they're jumping around this morning Tash, good morning and why not give the NBL some love. Uh, the Tassie Jack Jumpers their first season in the competition, not this much expected of them, probably just making, you know, the playoffs would have been a good result for them but they've gone a lot better than that. they were facing Melbourne United in the semi-final series. Uh, Melbourne have been a powerhouse especially the last few years of the NBL the reigning champions they lost Chris Golding just before tip-off and that may have proved crucial as the jack jumpers were led uh, by Josh Adams their American import who led the way with 30 points they won game three 76 to 73 last night their captain Clint Steindl says they never imagined getting this far
0: We knew as a group we may not get the rewards straight away, but we knew maybe five, ten years down the track, the guys that followed after us will compete for championships and have 17, 18-win seasons. But this group has just said, stuff that.
1: So now they face the Sydney Kings in the best of five grand final series. That starts Friday night in Sydney. So perhaps in terms of broadcast numbers, Melbourne v Sydney would have been huge, but this is a great story.
0: Absolutely it is. And, Brett, in the AFL, the future of the bump goes on trial again tonight with Carlton appealing a one-match ban.
1: Yeah, this will be an interesting one. Lewis Young is up. A one-match uh, suspension as you mentioned for an incident with Cam Zurhar of North Melbourne. Was bent over in an awkward spot. Didn't actually get him in the head and he continued playing on. So that's what they will uh, debate tonight. Whether that does deserve a suspension. At the Lions, they fear that Joe Danaher will miss at least a month, maybe six weeks due to a shoulder injury. Don't know the full extent just yet because we had a public holiday in Brisbane yesterday. So his scans were delayed at Geelong. Uh, Captain Joel Selwood is hopeful Paddy Dangerfield will be back in the lineup to face the Giants this weekend.
2: Playing so many games with him, you, you know that he's not out there. And you do miss that, but we don't we don't rely on just Paddy. I mean, we played a good performance the week before, um, and we played a number of games without him last year through a syndesmosis and then a
1: couple other different troubles. And Nat at Frio inching closer to uh, playing his first game of the season as well.
0: And Brett, finally this morning, a Broncos star recruit is preparing to face his old side, South Sydney, for the first time on Thursday night.
1: Yeah, Adam Reynolds, of course, the big signing for the Broncos over uh, some of the Rabbitohs refusing to give him more than a one-year contract. So he packed his bags and uh, moved north. Was meant to face the Bunnies in round one at Suncorp Stadium, but COVID ruled him out of that. So instead, he plays them uh, this weekend. He insists he'll he'll approach this weekend like any other. I've had a couple of messages of support every week, basically, from, from members and fans down there, and they've been terrific. You know, they ride the highs and the lows as much as anyone. They've been great. They've been very supportive. There's a few there that aren't too happy. With me, but you can't please everyone. Pat Carrigan is set to return from a knee injury. Payne Haas and Kurt Capewell are in doubt. Tosh. Thanks, Brett. Thank you, Tosh.
0: And it's been revealed bushwalkers out for a lockdown stroll in a shire around southern Sydney have discovered a hidden koala population. They started finding two to three of the endangered species, then four to five, their research eventually identifying nearly 80 of the previous undiscovered marsupials. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning and you can get the latest election news and analysis via the listener app, head to to the Discover tab and click on Your Vote 22. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.